This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Gate. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I shared what tunes from last year made it onto my final 2020 Hall of Fame ballot. You can check that out by following the link in the show notes. And if you're interested, there is also a playlist with my final picks that you can give a spin. Also in last week's episode, Stasek and I chatted a little bit about his new project, Death Kings, with Mike Ganser from Aqueous and Mikey Karuba from Turquoise. So make sure you check that out and give them a follow on social media. Looking forward to seeing what this trio creates together. Check out this word from show sponsor, Amazon Music. Looking for a new way to stream your music or listen to your favorite podcasts? Check out this exclusive offer for DATC listeners. Head to getamazonmusic.com slash dropped among this crowd to receive a 30-day free trial of Amazon Music. That's getamazonmusic.com slash D-R-O-P-P-E-D A-M-O-N-G-T-H-I-S-C-R-O-W-D to get a 30-day free trial and unlimited access to 70 million songs always ad-free on Amazon Music. This week, I'm going to be bringing you a full recap of the first show Umphreys McGee has played in front of an audience in 2021. The last in front of real people shows were the two nights in Atlanta back in October. And this was the first festival that the band has played since 2019. The last one was back in November 8th and 9th at the Woodlands in Charleston, South Carolina. Suwanee Risings, socially distant 2021 edition, happened April 8th through 10th at the Spirit of Suwannee Music Park in Live Oak, Florida. Other bands on the bill that weekend, Lettuce, Goose, Andy Frasco, and a few others. It wasn't a super stacked lineup, of course. This is one of the first festivals that was happening as things start to reopen and adjust to our new way of life. So it was scaled back version in so many ways. The music ended at like 11 or 12, and there weren't any late nights during the whole weekend either. There were some weather issues, and the set was pushed back from 7.45 start time to 9 p.m., but they were still able to play their full two sets. 
There were some rumblings before the show that Chris Myers was not in Florida for the evening. No official word from the band beforehand. Bayless instead saying when they took the stage. Before we get started, I have some good news and some bad news. The bad news is Chris Myers is not going to be here with us tonight, and we're going to have to do the show without him. The good news is Umphreys McGee has two drummers in the band. So we're going to be in for a special night, and we have some friends going to help us out. So let's have a good time, right? That's why we're here. And he was totally right. And technically, they have three drummers in the band because of Jake. So they were just fine. In case you missed the news, Chris was unable to attend the show because of COVID. He made an official statement on his Instagram page, which I will also link in the show notes. During and after this show, I spent some time thinking of what other band could play two sets of music the way that Umphreys did with their designated drummer gone? What other band would not have had to just downright cancel that show because their drummer was not there? I thought about it for a while, and I didn't come up with any other band that would have been able to pull it off the way that they did. Mo, possibly. I've seen Mo without Jim, their percussionist. Um, of course, the sound was different, um, but they still pulled it off. Um, but I really couldn't think of anybody that would have been able to do what Umphreys McGee did at Suwanee for those two sets without their drummer there. And I think that whatever your opinion is of that show, um, I know it's pretty divided. Some people are like, I'm never going to listen to that again. Other people are like, it was a great show. Um, But whatever your personal opinion is of that show, you have to at least give the band props. Not only for, again, making lemonade, as, you know, Stasek mentions in the show, um, but also being able to rage a two-set rock show the way that they did without Chris there. So, again, whatever your opinion is of that show, you absolutely have to give them those props because, you know, they still made it happen regardless of what was going on and how many times have they done that? I mean, the last show they played was in a fucking hurricane. So they're no stranger to having to do that. But again, it just showed what they're capable of. It showed the level of musicianship on that stage. And I think they did a pretty fucking good job. (laughs) I did see a video of some, if not all, of this night on YouTube So if I do come across that link again, I will throw it in the show notes for you. And I want to shout out Suwani Steve for doing the stream that night and allowing us the chance to listen in real time. That was very much appreciated. So whoever you are, thank you very much for doing that. And if you were not able to catch that live and you wanted to give this night a listen it is on nugs and on um live and those i will also link in the show notes 
you have a small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers, prints, or sells other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving umfreaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that could make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele. Or perhaps you're looking to hire some cool people to work with. Let Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit E-Magazine help you get the word out. With ad space in monthly issues of Conduit, commercial spots on the podcast, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, guest spots on the show, and more, Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit can help you reach tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow umph family. Email dropped at gmail.com or conduitemagazine at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more about the amazing packages we offer. Some quick news for you guys. First up, Friday, April 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern, an incredibly awesome live event coming our way. It's called the Boondock Build. This very special event is giving us the treat of watching Jake create a brand new song in real time. Yeah, every last part of that just sounds really incredible. (laughs) You may recall Day in the Dock last year where Jake took us inside his creative process. This is one step beyond that because, as I mentioned, this is all going to be happening live. If you missed what went down during Day in the Dock last year, check out episode 113, and I talk all about that. And while you're checking out past episodes, check out my second chat with Jim Leap, Boondock Studio Manager. If you check out that video of mine and Jimmy's chat on the show's YouTube page, you'll also get a tour of Boondock, which is really awesome. So make sure you check that out if you haven't. Episode 108, and you'll find links for the audio and the video for that in the show notes as well. Anyway, back to the Boondock Build event from the official announcement from the band. In addition to the live stream, we are offering multiple components of the build as NFTs marketing the drop of UM's first digital collectibles. Beginning the week of the event, fans will be able to purchase and bid on a variety of limited edition art and audio offerings. NFT options will include a digital poster by Justin Helton, 3D animated editions, the song created during the live stream, the opportunity to give the song its name, and more. Partner... Partnering with Mandolin, UM marks its first integration of a live stream with an NFT offering. Fans will be able to access the Boondock build for free simply by logging in with a crypto wallet. Now, I don't know anything about NFTs, um, so I've been doing a little research on that whole subject myself. Um, I know a couple other people in the community have asked these questions too. Um, There is more information coming about the show, about NFT details, etc. So stay tuned for that. You know as soon as I find out, I'll pass it along to you guys. 
Um, you'll find a link for where you can RSVP for the event and some answers for some FAQs in the show notes. And if you have any experience with NFTs, um, please feel free to reach out to me and explain it a little better to me. Um, I would love to just have a better understanding of what it is um, anyways. But of course, now that Umphreys is kind of dabbling in that field, I would just love to know some more. So if you have any sort of expertise or information in that, um, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to learn more. Another piece of news for you, a compilation from Jambase called Cluster Flies, 17 reimagined fish tunes featuring Bayless's version of Twist. Fun fact, this version also features Mike Racky. Cluster Flies is now available for pre-order with a release date of April 30th. There is a link in the show notes where you can find all the details. And one final piece of news, a save the date from the band for Red Rocks, June 18th, 19th, and 20th. There is still news coming about tickets and all of the other details for those three nights. Um, But the website with a little bit of information, you can find that in the show notes.
All right, so let's get to these two sets of music. And I will tell you that regardless of Chris not being there and all of that, it was really good to have some music to talk about and was really great to have some music to listen to live that night. Like I said, again, shout out to Suani Steve for the live stream. The first set would open with The Silent Type with Andy on drums, enjoying a nice little wander around the neighborhood, starting about three and a half, setting its sights on home about four minutes later, and heading full steam ahead back into The Silent Type. That was a fun little way to get things kicked off. The unofficial anthem for life in general, but for sure, the past year or so, Haji, dancing out for a little bit, and I thought we were going to go into Stinkos, but no. They just funkingly continued to dance on. And funkingly? Is that is that a word? It is now. I'm totally using that regularly. <laughs> this jam was just a lot of fun to dance around my kitchen to while I was listening. Like I said, it was just so good to have music to dance around to again. This one would kind of abruptly bring it back down to earth and float into Atmospheric, last played August 29th, 2019 at Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom in Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. Still with Andy on the kit for this one and the next tune, a cover of Pink Floyd's Shine On You Crazy Diamond. This one last taken for a spin August 17th in St. Augustine, Florida. Andy would get things started with the next one, the triple wide, with Jake stepping in for the second half. This one really blossoms open with this beautiful jam starting slightly before seven minutes and finally blossoming fully open a few seconds later, rounding the corner and powering through chugging full speed ahead, and I will admit, if there was a time where I noticed Chris was not there, which personally for me, not being a drummer and not being a musician, like, if you're a drummer, then you're going to pick that up right away, um, you know, because you're just, your ears listen differently than mine do, but for me, personally listening, um, the triple wide in that part, um, that would be the first part. That jam in the triple wide would really be the first part where I consciously noticed it just sounding different because it wasn't Chris. Not terrible in any way, of course. I mean, still a great version, um, but different. And that was the first time that I could notice it. A tune that they've never done with Jake on drums before, Sociable Jimmy Next. This one goes on a nice little adventure and oh, damn it, that one really felt good to take for a spin. Before Jake stepped away from the kit for a little bit, Ryan would step up to the mic and say, we're so thankful to be here. Thank you so much. You know, when you get lemons, you make lemonade. So we're going to try some new shit. Jake is going to play guitar and drums, and I'm stoked for it. And I mean, we all were. This was really freaking cool. <laughs> There was a video in the church of Jake Sinegar group, which I will link um, the video, and you'll find that in the show notes, and I'll also link the Jake group so you can join if you're not a member. But 
I mean, how fucking cool was it to even just hear, but then to watch the video after of Jake playing drums and guitar at the same time. Just He's just so fucking awesome. <laughs> but definitely check out the show notes for the video of that um, if you want to watch him melt faces on a new level. Rounding out the first set with a cover of Making Flippy Floppy by the Talking Heads, Ben Atkind, the drummer from Goose, sitting in on this one. The last time the band took that cover for a spin was semi-recently during night one of the drive-in shows in Chicago last year. This sit-in was no doubt an awesome experience for the drummer of Goose. Set two kicked off with Glory, Andy back on the drums as we get things started. This one would take an interesting direction when they round the corner about four minutes and decide to take it out for an open road cruise. Attachments coming out next, Andy sticking around on the drums. After it finished its main story about seven minutes, they decided to take this one for a nice little stroll sinking into that Western jam from Jake that I've been mentioning coming out here and there on and off for about two years now, it seems like. That one's creeping out slightly before nine and a half, dabbling in it for a little bit, but not sticking around for long, coming out and embracing a more matter-of-fact side as it continues its adventure. Andy sticking around on the drums for one more tune, Dancing Into Den. That was another one from the night that I really enjoyed, just just dancing it out. I really, really miss that. (laughs) The next sequence of tunes, including a request by Jake, Double F into Much Obliged, into Soul Food 1, into Soul Food 2, I thought were some highlights from the evening. First up, Double F slipping into something a little more comfortable slightly before three and a half, wandering out to space, coming back down to earth and embodying Much Obliged, sinking into its jam slightly after three minutes, Stasic laying down some industrial-sounding Legos as this starts and keeping that same industrial sound underneath as this continues, Bayless laying this solo on us throughout that I just imagined like his guitar was just emitting this like these laser beams or like these lights from it. Just the way that his sound and energy was coming from him at that time. Mechanically beginning to transform itself into Soul Food 1 that would seamlessly go right into Soul Food 2. Adam Deitch from Lettuce, I believe I said that last name right, would be on drums for the last two songs of set two and for the encore of the evening. First up, a cover of Dr. Feel Good by Motley Crue, last played on New Year's Eve in Atlanta, Georgia, back in 2018. God, that seems like so long ago. It would abandon its roots and head off on its own adventure. Ending the second set with Push the Pig, an encore for the evening would be a cover of the David Bowie tune Fame, last taken for a spin at the Caverns in Pelham, Tennessee, last year on February 13th. 
So that's everything that went down during both sets of Umphreys McGee at Suwanee Rising. And that's everything I have for this week of the show. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for everything that I have referenced, any videos, anything else that I talked about, as well as where you can give these two sets a listen. Also in the show notes, you will find links for where you can binge on past episodes, book a conversation, and be a guest on the show, subscribe to the show's YouTube page, snag some merch and past issues of Conduit from the official DATC store on Etsy, get yourself a subscription to Conduit Magazine, and so, so much more stuff, so make sure you check all of it out. Thank you again for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.